<laughs> All righty. All right. We are live. live. Welcome. <laughs> it is live. It's Tuesday. You know what that means? It's Tuesday. It's Show Me the Money Club. Although, first note mention, Uber has not been showing the money. In fact, they've been trickling the money uh, for me lately. There's the, the weekly uh, quest that's going on right now. It's 50 rides for $35. Well, they have their own club. They're called the anti show me the money club. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, we're going to take the money away because yeah. uh, our earnings just came out and we made sure that we're profitable. So uh, we got to remain that. So we're going to cut bonuses to like nothing. Although upfront earnings did just uh, uh, start in my market uh, yesterday. Yeah, yeah Monday. Um, go test that thing out. I am. I've been too busy to get out, uh, you know, being back from vacation. So. Um, I'm going to be on later this weekend, uh, so I'll be trying it out, seeing what it's like. And uh, I really want to see this trip radar uh, in action. The the oh. biggest thing, though, that I'm not happy about is the rate rebalancing. Um, so, yeah, all short rides for me. Show me the money. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, those are not, uh, you know, I don't know. Those are not cupcakes either. I'm telling you, it's. Uh, we're going to talk about it, obviously, but uh, do you want to do the... Um, the giveaway from last week and ask the winners so we can get into the guillotine part of the show. <laughs> <laughs> the meat and potatoes. Yeah, we're, we're, we'll give you the. We're gonna give you the salad right now, which is the uh, uh, our giveaway that we had. Um, so this is the amazing portable car jump starter. Uh, so we want to say congratulations to our winners. Uh, we had two winners. Uh, what ended up happening was it was for the most Uber rides for the week of July 25th through August 1st and the most Lyft rides. Uh, so we have two winners, one for Lyft, one for Uber. Uh, Carlos Hernandez, 114 trips. Awesome. Congratulations on the most Uber rides for the week and the most Lyft rides. Uh, Karan, if I mess that up, I apologize. Roel, uh, with 90 trips on Lyft. Congratulations. Awesome. Uh, we do have your email. You just got to verify. Uh, let us know where we can ship them for you, and uh, we'll send them out. If for some reason they're unclaimed, uh, I believe the one already is claimed, though. Uh, so if the second one has not been claimed, we will uh, announce the second place winner. So uh, congratulations to our winners there. And here's a cool little fun fact uh, we got coming. We have another amazing portable car jump starter. So thank you again, amazing, for this. Um, this one is real simple. How many miles are on your car? Send it oh, in. Wow. <laughs> Whoever has the most miles on their car and it's drivable <laughs> so if you're driving you know the good thing about this thing is it will jump your car if you have a dead battery or anything like that uh, so it's good to have on hand fortunately when you have a higher mileage car uh, things like to go wrong on it you know my my car is at 100 181,000 right now um, almost 182,000 so uh, I, can't, I can't win I, I gotta give it away. I I I work with RSG, so you know I can't. But I might sneak it in yeah. there. What's up? Sneak it in there. <laughs> but either way, um, I'll I'll take a picture. We can we can post it. But yeah, um, yeah, we have whoever's winning or whoever has the most miles on the car is gonna win um, an amazing portable car jump starter. So thank you again, amazing. Uh, basically, all you got to do, just submit a picture of your odometer reading, miles on there. Um, have a little note in there 
saying something like show me the money club or whatever you know there um with the picture uh, whatever it is it doesn't matter um something that's going to be like rsg or um you know sergio or uh you know show me the money or whatever it is um, just have a little picture or something so we know you didn't just steal this off of the internet um, either way we can still well, check yeah. that either way there's no way of checking so it's, it's, it's somebody's getting this thing um <laughs> no there is a way to check it. it is there i can take i can take the screenshots and i can uh um do a, a reverse image search online and find if if oh, those pictures were shown so yeah you want to do that you won't win <laughs> you'll oh, be okay. dq'd no cheating <laughs> no cheating yeah just have a little note there next to your your miles um you know i i'd love to see somebody hit 200 250 300 somebody you know up there i'd love to see that so uh yeah whoever uh has the most miles on their car uh we're going to be doing that um for next week's live stream we're going to be uh um, announcing the winner so uh august 15th please have that in so that's next monday um email sergio sergio at the rideshareguide.com and we'll bring this up again later so thank you very much and you can email right. me with any other questions you may have about anything sergio at the rideshareguide.com i'll get back to you in 48 to 72 hours um so you know i gotta say shout out to kevin i think kevin has been watching since from the first day because i remember him from lakeland florida kevin shout mm -hmm. out and Howard Bridge says, I need help. So we're starting this. <laughs> we're not starting this well. Yeah, I've been doing <laughs> years and now I'm promised trying to remember my login information because my phone broke. I had to get a new phone. I just call Uber, man. They'll have that information. They'll verify it for you. I don't think that's that big of a deal. Mm -hmm. uh, Sunshine yeah, you man. just have to give some identifying factors. And I wonder if um, Sunshine Man is, you remember? Remember our town hall, Jeff? I wonder yep. if Sunshine Man from Myrtle Beach is Jeff. I bet you he is. Um, I don't know. Yeah, well, <laughs> well welcome either way. Yeah. All right. So All right. we have, we have, uh, we invited uh, uh, Harry and Dara on. Give one second. Just give us a second. Howard, email me your question. I'll get back to you. Uh, Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. It's not a big deal, bro. Um, they'll have the information. Yep. That's Jeff. All right. All right, Jeff. You ready for this one? <laughs> All right. So for those who uh, did not know, Perry had yeah. interviewed uh, Dara and there were a couple of snippets and shorts and stuff that was posted, including the full interview. Uh, mm -hmm. So we're going to go over it now. Uh, we're going to kind of do a reaction to it. So we have some of the clips uh, that we're going to do queued up uh, and kind of, you know, share our thoughts. And um, we'd like to hear what your thoughts are, too. And uh, you know what? Let's maybe we could write a couple of questions down for if uh, we can ever get Dara on Show Me the Money Club. Well, you know, we contacted Dara and Harry, and they both declined to show up. So I don't know. Maybe oh. uh, you know, maybe Harry will chime in somewhere in here if we pound enough on him. So I do not have. Uber. Okay, email me, Howard. Uh, okay, so uh, yeah, there we go. Should we just play the video first, or you want to? Tell the world what they announced during the uh, interview, or what? How do you want to do it? Uh, what do you want to do? We, I uh, mean, we can do the we could do the videos, and then okay. um, let's do the video. All right, hold on. Let me just queue it up. So then, this this is like a three minute it. video, right? Three minute. Okay, video. so this this one is uh, why they're moving away from time and distance pay. Yeah. Let's see if it makes any sense. 
Very cool. Yeah, no, and I think I appreciate uh, the, you know that Uber is doing more in terms of Uber crew and listening to drivers. I know you yourself. You know, we talked. We've interviewed Uber executives in the past. They've talked about their own experience and your experience driving and delivering. So I think that's oh. very cool to see. Hmm? Okay, here here is Harry. Harry, being a fanboy, he goes. We interviewed execs. Your experience driving and delivering for Uber, Harry. That's why the shit storm is hitting you. Don't do these things. Just say other things instead of just doing that. But that's okay. So he was being a fanboy. But then, you know what? I have to give Harry credit because he did three of these. This was the best one yet. Without mm -hmm. a question. Without a question. In my book, this was the best one yet. All right. So go ahead. Yeah. I mean, I will say, right, these are things that, you know, these teachers, I think I remember writing an article maybe six, seven years ago saying, wow, it's crazy that you don't know where the writer's going. <laughs> and the writer doesn't know that either, right? So um, I think it, that this feature... Time, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess, you know, I think probably, I, mean, I think drivers are definitely happy to see it. Uh, you know, some impression might be, you know, what took so long? Do you think that it's kind of, I think you sort of mentioned, right, you know, that it wasn't a big focus of the company before. Do you think it just wasn't that important before and now it is or it wasn't as feasible? Like, why now? Why do you think now is the important time? Uh, why does this matter so much to Uber? And you know it matters to drivers. Yeah, so I, I think why now is one is where we, we are really focused on drivers' needs. I mean, I, I think... Uh, the most important factor in terms of Uber's growth is the number of drivers that we have on the platform, uh, uh, their satisfaction, uh, mm -hmm. driver retention is is continuing to improve. It's like we want drivers on the platform, we want them to be happy, we want them to be satisfied with their earnings, and we want them to continue to to grow with us. So it, it's good for, for business for us to yeah. introduce features that, that drivers want. Definitely. Now, what was keeping us to some extent from, from doing it was uh, the way that we priced fares mm -hmm. and the fact that fares in the past were based on simple time and distance, yeah. right? And, and that was kind of an accepted practice. And by the way, it, it was a very understandable way for us to say, this is what you're going to get paid for, for said, uh, said trip. But what, what fixed time and distance failed to take into account is, uh -huh. well, how far is a pickup? How, how mm -hmm. long are you? Drive you don't pay us for the pickup uh, anyway. What does that have to do with anything? Okay, so let's just like talk well, about this for a little for a couple of seconds, right? The, you do get the long pickup after a certain time or distance, and that's yeah, based know, on the market know, you're in. I know, but that's like one in ten, bro. <laughs> that's like one in a hundred. So to me, it's like uh, True. you know, he asked the question, why, why now, right? So he's saying. Well, you know, time and distance. We had to break it down. You know, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Number one. Number two. Uh, to me, it's like all the stuff he's saying is not re related to the question. And right about then, Harry figured um, he's like, okay, wow, this is he's not answering my question, but he couldn't cut him off. So uh, to me, he's like, answer the question, but he's a good he's a good dancer, so he's dancing right now. So let's see what happens the rest of the video. Sure. And then where the destination is, because yeah. you could have you could have two trips that are equal time and distance, but if one destination has a much lower chance of your being able to come back or go to wherever you yeah. wanna go with another ride, then that trip is worth much less than, you know, let's say the drop off is in the middle of the city, you're gonna instantly get another ride as well. And in that case, like our interests are totally aligned yeah. with the driver, which is, you know, we want you uh, giving rides to people yeah. and earning money, because that's how we earn money as well. 
but this construct of right here is Harry's life left his body right there. When he gave that look, he goes, Oh my god, <laughs> he's like, It's you under like, the one right here. Right. Look at Harry's face, he goes, like, The determining factor mm-hmm. then essentially causes us to misprice trips. And so, if, if essentially you're structurally mispricing trips, uh-huh. you gotta you gotta give him credit here though. He could sell a ketchup popsicle to a woman in white gloves. Absolutely. He can sell ice to the Eskimo. He's good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Then you become limited in, in the amount of information that you can give drivers uh-huh. as to the nature of that trip. So once we said, hey, let's let's break apart time and distance, let, let's let's price in a true way, mm-hmm. um, then Ooh. we could give you upfront pricing and destination uh, as well. That's the breakthrough ultimately for us. So this, so this, this video is like three minutes and change, right? So um, mm-hmm. Harry actually did ask a follow-up question. He goes, "Does this have anything to do with the regulations coming down the pipe with IC, you know, status and all that good stuff?" Um, he says, "Nah, it has nothing to do with it." <laughs> Completely <laughs> like ignored the question altogether. He goes, "No, it has nothing to do with it. There's, there's a shit storm of regulation coming down, but that's okay. But we're just gonna ignore it." So, do you think I did enough homework, Chris? You think I did enough homework? <laughs> I don't know. But, here, you know what? The, the big thing, though, to me is it's like we had we had Dr. Leonard Sherman on, uh, yeah. on a previous podcast, um, yeah. you know, what, two months ago at this point now or something. And mm-hmm. one of the things that he said on that when we were saying, how can Uber become profitable? Well, mm-hmm. they have so much information and they're like, oh, well, we're going to show upfront earnings now. So buy time and distance and we're just going to give you a price but yep. if you want to break that down into time and distance or you know per mile rate or whatever it is you could say well if one driver just accepts every single thing we give them you yep. know we're going to put our bid in a little bit lower than somebody who's much more selective and maybe yep. their acceptance rate is 20 percent uh and they're more selective on the ride so we have to not only rate rebalance the distance that you're traveling, but also the driver who's driving right next to you. So let's say we're also you and I are sitting in in a lot or something. You get a ride request and you accept everything. Your same ride request might be four dollars and fifty two cents. I'm more more pickier. Maybe it's six dollars and twenty five cents. Well, yeah, I'm I'm going to talk about that in a second. But I mean, to me, it's like. Uh... So here is my notes. Uh, I'm going to take a look at it because I didn't memorize it like a bad student that I am. But um, so question was, why now? Why not? Like, why? Why are you giving something up now that you fought tooth and nail not to give up for 12 years? Right? That's what that was the question. I mean, basically, it. Uber is giving up destination of the passenger, which is going to create whole bunch of problems for the system. They know this. They're not dumb. They figured it out. However, his answer of, well, let's just break the time and distance fair and let's get rid of the rate card and let's do this. I have one word for why they're doing it now, because their technology and their algorithms are so good now. They have perfected it now that they can actually release the destination of the passenger to the driver without any harm to their bottom line. In fact, improve their bottom line. So mm-hmm. when he says, you know, we had to break down time and, you know, time and distance, uh, 
uh, breaking news, you know, in the transportation industry, everything is by time and distance. If you're in trucking, the trucker needs to know how many miles he's going to drive. If you're in a cab, the cabbie has a meter. That's because it's time and distance. It's not because some algorithm in a black box figures out 73 different things in about a millisecond and throws out a price. Okay. So yep. in the transportation industry, things are done by time and distance. But let's even go beyond that, right? So how are these rides going to get priced going forward? Now, I have my ideas, and Chris kind of hinted it to it. I think Uber, on every single request and every single offer they show the driver, they're going to do a Dutch auction. Dutch auction means the passenger is locked in at a price. Let's say it's 20 bucks, And the nearest driver supposedly is going to get the ping. They don't, but let's say he does. Just like Chris said, if he's an ant, he accepted everything in the past three years. They're going to show him nine bucks. He takes it. He doesn't. He doesn't take it. The next guy is going to get it at 925. The next guy is going to get it at 950. If the third one declines, the next one is going to get it at 10. And somebody is going to say, let's do it. And then there is a contract finished and next to the next ride. I think this is absolutely genius at Uber's part. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Whoever came up with this algorithm. This guy needs to be rewarded. He needs to be given a couple of million shares of Uber stock at zero because this is absolutely 100% genius, okay? Oh, yeah, and because the the biggest thing is you're decoupling time and distance. So you, you look just look at rate rebalancing right there. They're saying shorter rides, you're going to get paid more, but longer rides, you're going to get paid less. Overall, it's going to equal itself out. That's what they say. Um, yeah. I'm going to test this out and actually see, I know Joe, he's done a few updates. So people who are just, uh, getting upfront earnings yeah. now, uh, or maybe, you know, you're, you're the weekend driver or whatever it is. Um, and you want more information, uh, go back and check out some of Joe's videos. He's done, I think three update videos now at this point, when it comes to upfront earnings, um, it's been going on for about 20 plus weeks in the 20 something markets already. Um, and now it's just come to, I think another 30 markets or something like that. Um, so yeah, again, I just got it on Monday yesterday. Um, and they're touting that all right now, but that's the whole thing. Like decoupling that you could potentially say you as a driver are getting one fare, the driver right next to you or your wife, let's say is going to get a different, different number when it comes to the, it could be the same exact fare. You, you yeah. don't know. It is the same exact fare. And that's why, you know, with, with the introduction of upfront fares and upfront destination, right? What else did they introduce about at the same time nationwide? What they introduced is something called trip radar, which I wrote about a couple of months ago and called it whack-a-mole, right? So <laughs> now this is going to make a lot of people cherry pickers, right? So you're not going to go except, first of all, uh, I'm in California, I'm in LA. I am not part of any of this, okay? For me, nothing is going to change. And Uber's largest market is California. They're like 20% of their total revenue comes from California. But I think they're sorry now that they passed this thing with 220 million bucks behind it called <laughs> Prop 22. I think they're like, damn, we shouldn't have spent all that money and passed this. We would have loved to have this double algo scheme running in California with these billions of billions of rides, right? So you'd be like, damn, who came up with that Prop 22? But I am 100% sure the shitstorm that's coming down the pike with regulations 
is forcing them to release this information. The other thing, the other thing that I was, I thought about is that, so he said, you know, two trips back to back for a driver is better than one long trip with no return. No, if that one long trip is priced correctly, because now they have the rebalance, right? It, mm -hmm. They have the rebalancing. So the rebalancing is means Uber never gives anything up. Jeff, I know you're shaking your head, but in the last six years, Uber has never given anything up without anything in return. So to me, um, what is the return? Well, they called it rebalance, meaning long trips get paid much less. Short trips get paid a little bit more. It's a fact because most trips on the Uber platform are averaging about six, six and a half miles. So, you know, long trips to them are like an anomaly, you know, here and there you'll catch one, but depending on what state you're in, you may be doing only long trips. Now your life is screwed because you're not going to get paid. Um, yeah, and you just see, you just saw a pay decrease. Yeah. I mean, look, man, you know, I, I, six and a half, seven years I'm at it. I have these three words in my head, rebalance, uh, transparency, ease of earnings, consistency. When I hear these things from Uber, I run. <laughs> it's been a rate cut. It's 100% yeah. been a rate cut for the last six years. And last thing on this video, I hope I am not right, but I will prove this in a, in a way that it's undeniable in a, for the future. I think this is like boiling the frog slowly because Uber can do anything they want with the rates now, anything they want, mm -hmm. because there is no more miles and minutes. Before in LA, if I got a mile, well, again, in LA, not much is gonna change for me, but the rest of the country, right? So they can do anything they want with the rates. I mean, mile and minutes are just out of the you know picture. There's no more miles and minutes. So before a passenger gets in the car, if you are getting paid 60 cents a mile and 20 cents a minute, and if you had a 10 mile half hour ride, you exactly knew why you were going to get paid if there was no cert, right? Now you don't. Now you have to sit there and figure out, is this a profitable ride for me in six to seven seconds that the ping lasts, right? And, mm -hmm. and pretty soon these algorithms, just like, you know, Professor Sherman on our show said, they don't have to make massive changes. They're going to make changes in such small increments because last quarter, by the way, Uber did 1.87 billion rides with a B. All they have to do is nickels and dimes and 20 cents at a time. And the driver will not even feel it. And in about three months, that water will be boiling and frog in it will be alive and he'll be happy as a clam. So that's my opinion with this upfront, you know, scheme that they're pulling. But the answer he gave to Harry was a total BS answer. It was like, yeah, well, no. it's about time. You know, we're not pricing. I got, I got two like, things right here. Um, first, whoever made this up probably watched Office Space because they're like, yeah, we could we could get those those pennies, just take fractions of pennies and and you know we we rebalance it back to us and you know so somebody was watching Office Space and said, how can we do that here? Um, and then the other thing too is, do you think that this can have an impact? Uh, somebody put in the comments something about the AB five states, um, and that is a big thing. So uh, if different states are putting or trying to enact legislation that could potentially make drivers employees instead of an independent contractors, um, which is a huge debate to begin with. And that could be a whole different show. But do you think that showing the upfront earnings saying, hey, well, the driver knows where they're going. They know yeah. 
where they're picking up, where they're dropping off, and they know how they're how much they're going to make for that ride before yep. they accept it. Yep. Well, so do you think they're trying to position themselves oh, to actually um, say, hey, this is more for an independent contractor, even though... Yep. It, it, absolutely, it, absolutely, 100%. So when AB5 mm -hmm. passed in California, okay, um, first of all, they ignored everything. But guess what, though? To Uber's credit, they immediately started showing destination to the passengers they even i mean to the drivers they even tested name like for for drive a system that the drivers could name the price of the ride right but they ignored the law for about nine months until prop 22 came around so they made us look like you know we're independent contractors so uh when prop 22 passed we had it for over two years it was during the last elections national elections you know, we have the we have the destination, we have the upfront pricing, right? I'm still doing exactly what I used to do, but our see, I actually wish I'm not in California now, just for the fact that our um, destination, seeing the destination, comes with a penalty. There's an uh, there's a restriction. If I don't accept five of the last ten trips, right, I go blind. I don't know where the passenger is going at all now. So there is a penalty. But it seems like the rest of the nation is going to enjoy this without any penalty at the moment, right? You can basically decline 50 trips in a row and there is no, you know, acceptance rate penalties and there is no cancellation rate penalties. You can do whatever the heck you want. So my opinion of this is, is boiling the frog slowly, but it's not a coincidence that they also released trip radar and a new version of the statement. There's not going to be any more receipts so the drivers can look at it right after the trip and see that Uber took 70% and get pissed off and switch to Lyft or Instacart or DoorDash, now you're going to get an overall statement with an aggregate number that the passengers paid during that week to Uber mm -hmm. and then what you made and the differences Ubers take. You can still figure it out, but you won't be able to look at it trip by trip by trip and get pissed off and turn the app off. And the you can't, right now, well, you still can see trip by trip. So if anybody does, but they're making it a lot harder. So it's not going to be yeah. in your app. You actually have to log in on the yeah. website in yeah. order to see a trip fare breakdown. Um, yeah. So you still can do it. It's they're yeah. just, just making it harder and harder to, to actually right. do that. The other thing, look, the other, the other issue with that is that the reason they introduced trip radar at the same time as they're doing this, they know there's going to be a shit ton of rejected rides, right? I mean, people are just going to reject, 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 right? Well, what does trip radar do? Trip radar basically reshuffles all those rejected rides and then shows it to other drivers in the area. Maybe one wants to do it. Well, if if you see on your screen, I wrote this in the article, please go read the article. If you see a trip radar trip on your screen and if you do not accept it and your app is still on after 10 seconds, you're going to get pinged with it. I guarantee it. Okay. So to me, trip radar is basically a, 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 you know a good roommate for upfront earnings because there's going to be a lot of rejected rides now and those rejected rides have to go somewhere they don't want it to leave the system so they're going to show it to the next guy the next guy and then somebody is going to pick it and do it again whoever is doing this is genius and the last thing that i want to say about this is let's say it doesn't happen too often but what if it does because there was no answer to that i want to know that myself let's say a passenger gets in the car and then they change their mind that, you know, you have, you agree to the upfront price of 10 bucks for like, let's say six miles, right? What if they change your trip to 26 miles now? How's that going to get adjusted? Is it going to get adjusted 
by miles and minutes like it used to be or how's that going to get adjusted no yeah they, they i don't know how it's adjusted but they said it will so that's uh, like the I, I looked at my app today i i turn it on um just to open it up and see like the different things that they're bringing up on it the, the first thing that popped up on was uh like if somebody changed the route or you know if you were stuck in traffic how is that going to affect you um, so they're trying to like put everybody at ease saying like, well, if something happens, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be adjusted. It's not, that's not the final price. Yeah. So and the, other thing, the other thing, by the way, I already got a couple of screenshots from uh, a couple of drivers that they had this for a while. Guess what they're doing now? See in the old days, when you saw the ping, right? The ping screen would come in with a certain price in California anyway. And then you would see that if you had the five out of the 10, you know, advantage, you would see the destination. But the other thing would come is that it, it would be broken up, meaning like it will be a total fare, but underneath it, it will say like plus $8 surge or plus $10 surge, right? It was included in that price. I've seen a couple of screenshots that a driver accepted with a plus 17 surge, okay? In, uh, I think this was, I don't remember the exact city, but I'll get back to you with that. So I had a plus 17 surge, right? And this person was going about 10 miles and about in about 26 minutes. At the rates of that city, that trip on its own, right, would have been about $11, okay? So add to the old, old way, add to the surge of 17, that's 28 bucks. Guess what the upfront price came in for that trip with the 17? They're not breaking the surge anymore. They're just saying, this is it, including surge. It came in at 21. So they wow. took the 17, gave it to the guy. You can look at it either way. In the old way, it would have been 17 plus 11, 28. Now it came in at 21. So they basically downgraded the trip to a $4 trip for 10 miles because you have the 17 surge in there as well. Or they took some of the surge, stole it, and took it for themselves. So to me, this is that, not my That raises opinion. another point, though. Are, are we going to see more surge? And then all of a sudden, it's going to be like they're going to take away part of the the fare itself, and yep. just oh yeah, there's more surge now. You're getting yeah. more surge, uh, so like, I oh think my god. Will, I, honestly, I think there will be more surge just for the fact that everybody can decline whatever they want whenever they want, willy nilly, mm. right? Because the more yeah. the more drivers decline, it's going to create a shortage of drivers. There's going to be automatic surge if the demand stays where it's at. So I'm I'm really curious to see how this functions, right? Because I know how it functions in California, but I'm really curious to see how this functions. But again, it is absolutely brilliant on Uber's part. They have totally now separated what the driver get, receives from what the passenger pays. Period. No ifs and buts. You know. Yeah, now one and, and one last thing when it comes to that, how? Because what I'm trying to see is they're doing they're going to this upfront earnings thing. So it's like you see the fare, you see the pickup, you see the drop off. Mm -hmm. You you need to know what you're making before. And they got rid of acceptance rate. So for yeah. you, you can see the pickup and the drop off and I, you can, you can see the estimated earnings still, right? I see a range. I don't see a well, oh, Okay, yeah, range. that's right. So you see a range. So this is this is California, but you also have that attached $5 or 5 ride, 5 out of 10 you have to accept, so yeah. 50%. Yeah. Now, how do you do you see that happening across the country? when they're they're touting this upfront earnings and you know the pickup and drop off location like 
how could you take that away if you're completely decoupling it from time and distance and you know coming up with your own thing they're just gonna be like oh here accept this ride this is a ride for you you got to accept it uh you got to get your acceptance rate back up in order to see this info again yeah i mean no i i you know they're gonna do this look they they did it for 20 weeks and joe had it you know for 20 weeks right Mm-hmm. And he said on one video, he said his his acceptance rate is down to like 46%, which has never been for Joe. It's been like in the 90s or whatever, right? So now he's willy-nilly declining rides and, you know, just picking up some mm-hmm. certain things that he thinks, you know, is profitable to, to him. So what drivers have to do now, honestly, my advice, having had this for two years plus already, my advice would be do not look at the dollar number which is the biggest bold letters in the middle of the pink screen <laughs> you have to do some quick math in about 67 yeah. seconds you have to look at time to pick up time distance to pick up time to delivery or time to destination and time and miles to destination add them up divided by the dollar number and then you'll figure out what you're making on that trip per mile or if it's a 20 minute overall deal and it's paying you 10 bucks if you do three of those, it's 30 bucks an hour. You go with that. But most importantly, you have to retrain your eyes with this new system where to look at it. And, you know, the other huge advantage now for veterans is going to be they know their city. Because, by the way, this is, you know, it comes with a map, by the way. It comes with the pickup point and the drop-off point. I mean, depending how big your iPhone or Android is, it's a tiny little map. And you have six seconds to figure it out. So, to me... Um, you know, it's going to be an interesting thing, but I think it's brilliant. I think on Uber's part, I think it's absolutely brilliant. And, um, you know, I agree with that. But that's AB, that's Prop 22, my man. You know, um, I, I, honestly, I, I think Prop 22 is a disaster for everybody. We're going to talk about it, you know, in the next couple mm-hmm. of segments. And lastly, on this subject, you know, when Dara says, we price rides <laughs> as an independent contractor, Sir, you do not price rides. I price rides if I was a true independent contractor. Yep. Because I, before we got on, just to make sure I'm not blowing smoke, I got on the TOS, the Terms of Service. And the first three pages, I urge everybody to go read it. Every single Uber driver is the client of Uber. Every passenger is the client of the driver. Uber is just a third-party agent. They even call themselves an agent. All they do is put you and the driver and put you and the passenger together. They aggregate rides for you. That's it. So if I am a true independent contractor, I'll name my price as opposed to the agent or, you know, the third party naming the price for me. But that's another show for another, you know, topic to discuss. Yeah, I I 100% agree there should be a fair multiplier. And then you as a driver can choose. And then if you want to put it at 2x, 3x, but you have to have that time and distance rate in order to be able to do that again. Not this upfront estimated earnings that's decoupled from time and distance. So that's, you know, that's if they did that, I would be so much happier. Get rid of the, the upfront earnings. All I need Absolutely. to do is if you did up to 5X, you can't go below 1X. Like you cannot, like yeah. what they were doing in California. No, that's that's not going to happen. It, it starts at 1X where the, the base fares, the base rates would be, and then you can multiply it to where you want. If, yeah. if For simple, simple math, simple, easy, 
You know, you could run 2X all day, 3X, wherever you wanted to run, whatever you wanted to do. Because and then you are more in control of the price. Yeah. And you're going to be much happier when it comes to these rides that are going, you know, longer distance and maybe deadhead back or, you know, just in general, even short rides, yeah. whatever it is. You don't have to worry about all that crap. Just yeah, all you have to do is like, put that in there. You know, why is the agent, which they are, why is the agent naming the price of the ride? which dictates, they dictate to the passenger with the upfront fare for the passenger, and they dictate to the driver with the upfront fare to the driver now. Why? Mm -hmm. Why are you involved in any of this? We appreciate it. Thank you for providing me with the clientele. But the clientele, I'm your client. I'm the driver. I'm Uber's client. The rider is my client. You know, I don't know what, why you need to dictate both parties just being an agent and collecting a hefty commission. To me, it's like, let me do it. Let me go hungry. If I misprice my own rides, I will not have any trips. And then next week, I'll adjust, right? I mean, simple mm -hmm. as that. But yeah, so next one. All right, let's go to the next video. Uh, let me just queue it up real quick to make sure. All right, give me one second. Okay, Howard, I will put the email address at the end again. Don't worry. Anyway, go ahead. Yeah, when we re-announce the... Sorry, we're, we're doing these videos off, so we're trying to get it um, where they're not uh, playing ads or anything. So. Better deal. There we go. Let's see what the better deal is, Darren. All right. Yeah, this one was coming. This this was actually the one that came out earlier today. But... Yeah. Oh. oh, why is that not showing? You know, we, we just go. did sort of a 20 week update from one of our contributors in Minneapolis talking about his experience, you know, with this upfront and, you know, he was a big fan and, you know, talked about some of those long trips and, you know, he calculates, you know, by the mile, right? How much is he going to make? And so I think a lot of drivers have a lot more of that choice and flexibility with the system. So I'm curious, you know, is, is there any, um, you know, sort of providing this information, you know, I think sometimes it comes with strings attached, right? In California, for example, you have to accept five of your last 10 trips in order to see this information in these other cities. It doesn't have that requirement. Another really popular popular driver feature, destination filter, you only get two per day. And at certain times of busy traffic or things like that, you actually can't use it at all mm -hmm. in some cities. So I think one thing that drivers love about, you know, we talked about what they love, but what they don't like are the strings attached. So I'm curious, why are those strings attached in place? Why are they in place? And then is there anything Uber can potentially do to mitigate that in the future? So I'm hoping and, and I'm hoping that we can remove some of those strings you know so mm -hmm. for example the string attached of you get to see destination assuming that you accept a certain percentage of of your trips if oh there you go that's what he's talking about right there the california strings yeah. of being able yeah. to see that info yeah. they're hoping they can take care of that for you and, he hopes, and then he looks into the sky so he's like thinking oh god shit i wasn't expecting this question what, what should i say now okay job uh -huh. <laughs> pricing and essentially like we price the trip right, right. your acceptance rates will naturally be uh, at a high rate. Mm -hmm. And by the way, if it's, it's not, totally we're winging it. Price totally winging it. Well, you know, if you we know, price it right, bro, you don't have to price anything right. Let me price my own shit. How about that? You're, <laughs> well, you're not, not even in there. You're not, you're not even, you're not even in charge. I'm in charge. I'm, it's, I'm taking the liability on. I'm taking all the passengers <laughs> A to B. You're just sitting there. Yeah. Let me, let me do it. That was a hell of a diversion to the yeah. to answering the question. Yeah. And you know what? That was the other a thing hell is, of a diversion. What does pricing a ride have to do 
with the penalties that I have. It's because of Prop 22. It's not because of anything else. Come on, man. Be, be truthful. Mm-hmm. I mean, this every driver worth their soul knows that Prop 22 is shit. And, and to me, you passed it. Now you have to sleep with it. You can't have the cake and eat it too, man. I mean, this is what this is what I get pissed off at. You know, people go, you're negative, you're this, you're that. I'm not negative, but you can't have the cake and eat it too. This is what you want to do. You can't do that. And pricing rights have nothing to do with me not seeing destination after I declined five in a row. So there you go. That's our yeah. fault. It's not your fault. So uh-huh. I'm hoping that the new construct allows... You know, the... Uh, one there thing, you go. Like, God damn, he's... <laughs> You know what, though? One other thing when it, when we were talking earlier, what he just said with that, it, it it's like, yeah, they're going to try to price the ride. And you, yeah. that right there almost, to me, confirms that driver A in your city Absolutely. next to you could have yeah, a completely yeah. different rate and offer wait, compared wait to what you're going to get. Wait until, wait until, Chris, wait until the end of this video. Look what he will look at these words. And then you, it's going to like oh, right yeah. go on your head. This is to take some of those kind of uh, conditions off. That's mm-hmm. the ultimate. So again, we're, you know, the information balance is there. Yeah. And we're making decisions based on uh, the attractiveness of that ride yeah. matching the price that you're going to get paid. Got That's it. ultimately where we want to go. We're not going to be like, this This is going to take some experimentation. There's some yeah. defect that goes into it. And and there's there's some optimization because actually the signal that we want from you, uh, Harry, is like, mm-hmm. if you're not accepting a trip, then we're underpricing it. Then we yeah. gotta like correct. Then the algos have to understand it. Yeah. I mean, look at this. Look at me. You know, look look at this. The guy goes optimization. The algos mm-hmm. have to learn it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, come on now, right? I mean, without saying it, how much can you say? And then he goes, if we price it right, and if the algos learn it better, and and if if you know my twelve year old son becomes the next Messi, I'm like, bro, you just <laughs> said it that there is a double Dutch auction going on. And it's brilliant. We accept it. Mm-hmm. However, however, don't just dance, you know, say because, oh, you're we're penalizing California drivers because we cannot price our rides correctly. We've been only doing this for 12 years. We have the most brilliant engineers on the on the planet, but we still have to work on it and experiment with it. I'm like all these words. What do they say? Optimize experimentation, you know, mm-hmm. algo- adjustment. Learning. Learning, lear- algorithm learning. Yeah. Et so that, yeah. There's a path to get there, and, and I'd ask for a little bit of patience and trust. That patience. We've been patient for 12 years, bro. What patience? You have your shit together already. Come on now. Patience. Mm-hmm. 12 years. You guys had 12 years. And he goes, there is a balanced information now because we see the destination, right? No, there is no balance of information. You know a lot more about me than me, and you know a lot more about the passenger that's about to get in my car than me. So, you know, your mm-hmm. asymmetric information advantage, you're going to use it at every chance you get. And and it's your prerogative. You should do it because you're a public company. You need to make money and all that good stuff. Look, if I was Uber, would I do it differently? Probably not, Chris. Probably not. Yep. Okay. I'm being, if I mean, you're getting paid I'm, $50 million a year, up. yeah, you're going to do what you can. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to do whatever I can to screw both sides. Because like, just like the professor said, because it's a two-sided market and they're going to take advantage of both sides. Well, what are the two sides? Well, the passenger and the driver. That's it. And that comes back to the whole upfront, um, which uh, upfront uh, fares for a passenger. You know, there's, there was always, there was like the side-by-side comparisons of saying, oh, you know, I put on my, my phone, we, 
the phone next to me. We did the same destination. One's like $6 cheaper than the other one. Yep. Or, you know, my phone battery is about to die and, and the price is skyrocketing. But yet somebody else who has, you know, 80% on their phone, it's it's low. So, you know, it's it's going to be fun to see what kind of tests these uh, um, things can actually go through and I, see I, when I'm, it comes to rides and stuff. I'm going to do it. I mean, when, when this comes to California, when Prop 22 gets abolished, which it probably will, hopefully. And I have to look, you know, I, I want to have the same advantage that the Phoenix driver has. You know what I'm saying? Decline all mm. I want. <laughs> decline all I want with no penalties. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Just sit there just to irritate the system, constantly decline. <laughs> but and, here's know, the thing. You, you're going to have to go to cancellation school again, <laughs> but for Uber. Yeah, you're oh, be like, Uber, we noticed yeah. you're canceling too many. So, so, so over under, everybody that's watching, what is the over under? I'm putting it over under of three months that the rest of the country that's willy-nilly now is declining rise is going to have the same restrictions as I have in California in about three months or less. I'm taking the under. Are you <laughs> taking under or over? Uh, I'm going to take the over, actually, okay. on that. Yeah. You know, I'm tr I'm trying. I I, I have a, an idea on how they could pull it off, but I don't want to say it because I don't want to give them ideas. Yeah. Um but other, it, it's very, it, it, I mean, they probably already have it in place. They're just waiting yeah. to unveil it. Um, but yeah, I, th I think it'll be over. I think they're going to go, they're going to do the rollouts for the rest of the areas and the markets because they're doing, it's not just, um, you know, this week that they're yeah. doing it. They're doing it through, I think, October. Um, yeah. So they're adding a bunch more markets. Pretty much yeah. everybody in the country is going to be under it, except for California, I think New York City and probably uh um, the state of Washington, if I'm, but wait until, wait until, okay. The golden goose that lays the golden egg starts complaining that the pickup times have gone through the roof again, because every driver is, you know, rejecting rides. Right. And wait until they get some complaints and then they'll bring the hammer down and say, no, this is not working. The ETAs have gone up. Lyft is stealing customers from us, but then Lyft is testing the same thing anyway. So I'm like, I don't even know. I'm sure that's going to happen. Um, mm -hmm. so to me, to me, you know, on this one, the second question, I call it BS as well, just for the fact that he did not even answer the question. The guy goes, why are there restrictions? Because we're, we're mispricing rights. Mm -hmm. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> no, no. So this is one point that Harry should have pushed, but then look again, Harry, this was the best one. I don't kiss ass. You know, you have 30 <laughs> minutes. You have to squeeze a lot of stuff in there. You know, yeah. I get it. I know how these things work. Uh, but to me, hey, I think you did fine. But when BS is BS, you got to call BS. I'm sorry. I mean, I don't hate this guy. I think he is a wonderful salesperson. I think he's doing the best job he can. And his job is to his shareholders to make as much money as possible. Just yeah. like my job is to make as much money as possible in the shortest period of time. So now he's giving drivers a tool, right? that says you can just sit there and decline until you think you're profitable on this trip and then take that trip without penalties i mean i think it's wonderful i think it's going to convert a lot of ants into <laughs> cherry pickers which is great wonderful yeah. you know but yeah I, th end, I think you're going to see that and i you know what i i hope that's the case i hope people aren't just going to accept oh i see a ride and you know, I see that that dollar amount and it looks nice, but when you actually break it down, you know, yeah. it's 20 minutes away or whatever it might be. I, I really hope that people are looking at them and saying, hey, look, um, 
no. And then, you know, they have to go back. If they're, what they're saying is true, they have to go back to the drawing board and reprice rides better, which means could that actually be a pay pay raise in disguise then at that point? Um, But either way, yeah, you gotta, you gotta make sure you are making the amount that you want to make. If not, don't take it. It's, we are drivers that aren't running charities. Some people are right now, but I hope with this information, they're going to, to be able to do that simple, quick math and say, look, this ride is not going to be profitable for me. I'm not going to take it. And then they pass on it. Yep. Well, that's what's, that's why Trip Raider is there for. So I hope you get to experience it this week. Whack-a-mole. Let's see how fast you can touch that screen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I'm I'm very interested in trying to see, trying it out and seeing it. You'll never not get interested it. in You'll like keeping it. it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm just I just want to see it like the, the function of it. Um, so I have that firsthand experience because normally uh, that's a little better because then you can talk about it versus like, oh, yeah, yeah, hypothetical. And you um, got you to gotta be you know, quick on that trigger, man. Let me tell you something. <laughs> You're not going to get it because every time I tried to get one, it would go like, oh, another driver got fetched. I'm like, well, shit, I can't click faster than this. I was fast <laughs> like, I mean, I was fast like a Jaguar. What the heck is going on here? <laughs> so, uh-huh. Yeah, it's tough. All right, it's let's tough. let's move on to the next one. This is just a little short. Uh, this All is right. actually something with uh, uh, when it comes to. Hold on one second. Give me one second. I hope you're not hearing that. Kevin, you're wrong. The stock is one up fifty percent, bro. On your back, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on. Let me. Uh... Yes, I agree, Sean. Hundred percent. All right. Oh, this one. Ah. Yeah. So we we uh, had uh, what what was that Business Insider? I think it was that meeting. Bloomberg. 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 No, I think it was uh, wasn't it on Business Insider or something oh, like no, that. No, no, it was Bloomberg. Remember? And then, Bloomberg. And then, that's right. That's yeah, right. Bloomberg. And then we did the video. It got yep. like stupid views, and people were like, so, "Yeah, Serge nailed it." So, <laughs> so okay. this is where this is where. Uh, um, if you're going to say drivers are making $39 an hour driving 20 hour 20 active hours, let's yeah. let's get the terminology correct. We called um, him out, right? We called him out <laughs> on the video, right? And you know, we we did the video and it got amazing views and then, you know, a lot of people commented and nobody's making 39. So in the video, I said I'm just setting this video up. It's only 1 minute. In the video I said, "Bro, 39 is fine, but what hours, where, when?" What city, what state, right? What does you can't just come out like false advertising and say, oh, just turn your app on and go make 39 bucks on active hours in Idaho. It's not gonna happen. So <laughs> so this is this is Harry's question. This was one of my questions, actually. Harry freaking asked it, which was good right there. <laughs> Let's go. Pay for a second, because obviously, as you know, this is an important, you know, if not the most important topic to drivers. So I think the added flexibility, same pay sounds great. Um, but, you know, in a Bloomberg interview you did a couple months ago, you mentioned that drivers were earning $39 an hour during utilized hours, right, which would be period two and three. So, you know, we posted a clip on YouTube, uh, very popular, but there was also a lot of skepticism about this figure. So I'm curious, what do you think about Thank the state know. of driver earnings right now? And, you know, what should they expect going forward? Yeah, so I understand the skepticism, but but you should understand, like, we're not going to lie about this stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I think one one specific uh, um, addition to that is this was in top 20 cities in the U.S. Okay. So if I didn't say that, Bigger I cities. To, be, to, to be specific. Right, if you go to... Okay. We're not going to lie about this. Chris. Let's see. 
<laughs> Uber, you could make 28 an hour. Uber, you could make 26 an hour. Uber, not even a price how much you can make. Uber, you could make 23 an hour. Uber, you could make 23 an hour. Ooh, how is it tw uh, 39? Those, that's those are the text uh, messages that they send you uh, for the week for the weekend in that. Oh, you and that's only between the hours of 12 and three. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't I, even include like all the other time. <laughs> I, I mean, I called them out and I said, there's no way I, I I'm not making 39 anymore. OK, in L.A., I'm not making 39. I was like busting my ass to break 30. So, OK, 39 was like definitely was there. 40 was there. 50 was there. 60 was there six months ago. Now, no, mm -hmm. no incentives, no incentives, no surge. You kill the surge, nothing, nothing. You're on base rates of 60 cents and 21 cents. You are not going to make 39 bucks an hour. But to his credit, first he goes, well, we're not going to lie about this stuff. I'm like, I didn't say you lied. All I said was, you should have told us in our video yeah. what, city, what time, where. And so he goes, now, I understand the skepticism. And, you know, it was, okay, I forgot to say it was the top 20 cities and it was 39 on utilized hour. I go, oh, okay. Well, why didn't you say that to the Bloomberg guy? But if the Bloomberg interviewer was worth like $3 worth of soul, he would have said, what city is that, sir? What hour is that? That's mm -hmm. why, that's why these. Well, the big thing too is you got to remember when, when you're speaking on Bloomberg and you say something like that, the yeah. interviewer is not going to have that knowledge that you and I have or anybody oh, watching this right now. They're oh, not going to have that knowledge. So he's going to take it at face value. And if he actually did some research or talked to drivers about it, then at that point, uh, but when Dara was talking on that particular interview, you know, he came up with that out of the blue. Like it was leading into that question, like the question and his answer was leading into that. It wasn't something that the interviewer even had mentioned or brought up. Um, so that's that's the other thing. So he, the interviewer there is just going to take it at face value and be like, okay. And be like, uh, they might rethink it at the end and say, oh, damn, $39 an hour for, for uh, you know, driving people around. That, that's not bad. Why is everybody that's complaining that. about it? Yeah. And it's like, and that's the whole thing. It's like, know your audience. So like Harry... He goes on, asks the question. It's going to be a whole different answer because, you know, Harry knows a lot more when it comes to how much drivers are actually making in particular markets versus, um, you know, you saying on Bloomberg. Yeah, things have changed, right? So since that interview, so many things have changed. Like you said at the start of the episode, your bonuses, quests are shit, nothing, right? Oh, yeah. Buck, buck a ride or whatever they are. And then... No more boost zone and, and no more, you know, CRBs, meaning consecutive ride bonuses. None of that stuff is happening, right? And I guarantee it, by the way, with this upfront pricing model, pretty soon quests are all, 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 all of it is going to disappear. And they're going to go, well, we'll just bundle everything into this price, upfront price that you have. Mm -hmm. that will oh, I, I just got my quests. I just got my quests for the weekend, so I'm looking at it right now. I don't, I don't trips, get quests, by the way, bucks. anymore. I don't even get quests, so it's okay. Go ahead. What is it? What is it? Uh, hold on. 60, 60 rides, 70 bucks. 10 more trips, you get 5 bucks. Woo! Yeah. Uh, and then you got the 50 for 65 plus 20 is 10. Uh, and then quest 3 is 40 trips for 60 bucks and 10 trips for 5. So you're actually getting a little bit more this weekend than the over yeah. the, la the well, these last couple of days cuz it's all under a dollar. 
Um, that's actually a little better, but still, you know, before it was like 70 rides for 280, it was the, the minimum, you know, you could make, you know, six, $700 in bonuses just by going out there and working your ass off. Tony, I'm pissed, Tony. I'm going to talk about my, uh, he goes, you should have asked me about the doing delivery and losing his quest. You know what? They, they, they sent me an email. I'm writing an article. I go, where's my flexibility and freedom? You assholes. Um, <laughs> they took my quest away for ride share. After six and a half years of doing ride share, I did one week of deliveries. They took my quest away. <laughs> the other, the guy, the, I called support. Support goes, well, the system recognized that you just did deliveries only for a week. So it's on my freaking app. It's got... It's got UberX, UberX shared, deliveries, and packages. I got four things I can do, right? So I did deliveries. The algorithm goes, no, no, because he did deliveries. He took the right share quest, put it into the deliveries. We lost our ass. They did, by the way. <laughs> and now no more quest for search. So now I have to prove to them that I'm back to right share again so I can get my right share quest back. What kind of bullshit mm -hmm. is that, bro? What kind of, hey, Jeff, are you here? Deliver <laughs> flexibility <laughs> and freedom. What does that mean? I can do whatever I want. Supposedly, I can do deliveries one week, ride share next week. Why are you cutting me off, man? Anyway, so no, I completely agree. It's it, like, first of all, I don't you think that there should be something on there that says like delivery or ride share if they're going to separate the quests out. And then say, well, what do you want to choose or, you know, whatever. So, yeah, why, why sure. Some people are just going to do Uber Eats. Some people are just going to do Uber XXL, whatever their car qualifies for. And it's like, why can't you just choose what quest you want to do for what platform? Yeah. So if I just if I want to go out and I just want to do, you know, food delivery this week, yeah, exactly. give me the quest for that. Why do I have to wait the two weeks for your algorithm to fix itself before you're going to give me quests? Yeah. And then on top of that, if you don't drive because you're not getting quests because they're not showing you the money, yeah. you're still going to give you the quests for what you don't want to drive. All right. By the way, there are no quests for delivery. None. Yeah. Okay. So let's go to the next video. I'm just saying like promotions and stuff. There, there, the there, are, there are some. It's very few and far what? between when it comes to food delivery. They, they, it's they, more they, so they, like when when there's a lot of orders coming in and many drivers aren't doing it. Yes, um, yes, or daddy is getting prop 22 money this week. Let me tell you that. <laughs> Daddy's getting yeah, we're, we're gonna have a fun conversation. We're gonna have a real fun conversation next week, right? <laughs> prop 22, vic not victim actually, beneficiary right here. I made nice. 500 some bucks doing 50 deliveries. I'm gonna make enough actually on active time. I'm gonna end up making like 50 bucks an hour. <laughs> so I go uh -huh. extend it because, because without tips. Delivery rates are so horrible. People should not do any deliveries whatsoever unless there's a tip. <laughs> like what does Pedro you say? You know what? Let's let's say let's save all that for for next week though, so we can okay. get all that the yeah, info. Oh yeah, Pedro. Pedro um, next week. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, he might be. I'm not sure yet. Um, okay. but we'll yeah. Let's save that for next week with all the with all the info, so we can put up the screenshots That's of everything right, too. Baby. Because uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. Let's get into the next one. This one is uh, Uber says drivers shouldn't be paid for downtime because of this reason right here. Yeah, this one I almost agree with the guy. <laughs> <laughs> almost, almost right? No, no, eighty percent. I, I agree. Go ahead. <laughs> 
technical difficulties. <laughs> this is when we say one hour later. <laughs> <laughs> Either one. <laughs> I think we have two to go, right? Okay, let's look at some questions. Driven that Tony, you're pissing me off now. <laughs> Tony, I'm in. Oh my God. Oh geez, I'm why wasn't in, that on? I'm in Quest Jail. God damn. <laughs> All right, here we go. I'm gonna restart a little bit because for some reason it wasn't on the stream. I, I I think yours is a fair point of view. Our point of view is we don't know what your you know some drivers do lap. Sometimes you know they're waiting for a ping from Uber. Or they may be waiting for a ping from some other you know whether it's delivery or Lyft, etc. So. Okay. Oh, he actually said the other company. He did. Usually, they never say that. He did. Huh? They usually never say that. Yeah. Actually, you know whether you're kind of mm -hmm. waiting around and just on on Uber, and hopefully that's the case for us. That that's in our <laughs> self interest, but we don't know that. So that's that's why, like, based on what that? we what actually know, utilized hours are are the metric that I can relate to you factually mm -hmm. because I don't know what else you're doing. Okay. That's right there is a bunch of BS because they're able to see what you're doing on your phone. Yeah. And but you know, you know they have, so it's a, like, they have a gyroscope in there, and I then think... if you go like over seventy miles an hour, it says you're going too fast. They know everything, bro. So. Oh yeah. So I look. You know what? I get his point. The reason, by the way, Dara, drivers are not only on your platform is because they're not getting paid enough, and their utilization is shit right now because there's oversaturation of drivers. So that's why they have to go to Lyft, DoorDash, Instacart, multi-apping that we say all the time, right, Chris? So that's why. Well, the other thing too, right? Not on your hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Right there, they're saying because we're not paying out enough, you have to go and multi-app. So we're not pricing our rides right to begin with. Yeah, I know. If so, they, if they, you know, here's the thing: if they priced it right, <laughs> yeah. I would stay on Uber all day long. I would say, nope, I'm not doing Lyft. I'm not doing anything else. I'm happy with Uber because they're paying me correctly. They're paying me what I'd rather have. Or if, again, bringing back that fair multiplier, if I could have that fair multiplier, I would sit on uh, Uber all day long. I wouldn't even give Lyft another thought. Right. Lyft, if you're watching this, hey, That's implement that. And that I'll be on Lyft's platform all day long. Absolutely. You know, that's why that's why we did this show me the money thing, right? Whoever shows me the money. So to mm -hmm. me, it's like the re and, and you know, th this is just one minute short of, of the total subject. But just to give more color, he said uh, all drivers are small businesses. So he goes, we don't know what they're doing when they're sitting there. You know, they may be watching YouTube, so we're not going to pay him to watch YouTube. Uh, no, if I'm out there to drive, I'm going to drive, right? And that's not mm -hmm. my office. I have my home office. But, okay, I'll, you know, I'll give him some credit there, okay? Because multi-apping, hopefully, is a big thing these days, right? As it should be. So, to me, he's like, yeah, Uber is not showing me the money. I have three apps on. Whoever's showing me the money, I go that way. I even, if it's a short lift ride, I'll even have my Uber app on at the same time because before I drop off, because I'm only getting paid with the wheels turning and a person in the car. That's it. Mm -hmm. I want to maximize those hours. My utilization last month, right here, 62%. That means 38% of the hour, I was twiddling my thumbs, doing nothing, right? Mm -hmm. But I get his point. Now, 
why do they use utilization utilized hours when they say 39 you know 39 per utilized hour or active hour why do they use those numbers that's because that's the highest number you can mention and advertise your business as is 39 yep. bucks an hour because if you take it to online hour that number is probably 25 and if you took it to door-to-door -door hour that's probably like 18 you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. We get the highest number possible. How do we do that? Active hours, which is period two and three, or utilized hours, period two and three. And then we just say, 39 an hour, come get some. I'm like, uh, okay, whatever. Yeah, no, completely agree there. Um, yeah, I, I buy it. I mean, this, this, this was his best answer, actually. Because Harry said, a cashier at McDonald's gets paid to charge people for food, but then for the next yep. half hour, she's not busy, but she's still getting paid. And then his yeah. answer was, well, you know, we don't know why you're doing while you're sitting in your car. Uh, I'm out <laughs> well, here you know, what? here's a fun little fact, a uh, fun story. When I was working at a job way back a uh, number of years ago, it, we were going through a very dead time. And I would literally go into the office. <laughs> I have no work to do for weeks. I yeah. literally sat in front of my computer and watched the in from season one, episode one, all the way to like season 14 or 15 of South Park, the entire <laughs> thing. And I got paid for it. Eight yes. hours to sit there and watch South Park. Come on. <laughs> you know, you, you, they yeah. could do it too. But then again, no, I, you know, you, no. you put that fair multiplier on. If I did two to two X, two and a half X, three X, hey, now I'm, now I'm paying myself for... The time I'm sitting in my car waiting for a ride to come in. So uh, now yeah, they're properly priced. I don't the whole interview. This was the one that I agreed with the most. What he said. What no, I, I I agree there. Like, I get it. You're an independent contractor or whatever. That's the job is, you know, the fare or the food delivery. That's, that's the job. If yeah. you're sitting there, you're not really doing a job. So yeah. I can see where I, I can agree with them, you know, taking those, those two and separating them. Uh, yeah. But, you know, if they're if they're paying attention to my phone and they see I'm only online on Uber, well, at that point, well, then maybe we should all be getting paid during that time if we're all on uh, one so, specific app only. Let's let's test it out. Like you, this happened to you, I'm sure. You're on Lyft as well, right? So let's say you're on the Uber platform. Uber app is on, right? You haven't gotten a hmm. tip for like ten minutes. Let's say you're just getting bored, you know, whatever. What? How many times has this happened to you? It has happened to me quite often, and all the people watching. Like you turn your Lyft app on right just click on and go online yes i swear to god within like 10 seconds you'll be getting an uber ping <laughs> for <laughs> sure for sure so i was yeah. like i wish i wonder these these guys are just watching me through the camera or whatever the heck they're doing because how do you know i just turned the lift app on and you're about to lose me as a driver and then you just <laughs> throw me a ride now because i'm online on lift as well i'll bet you they know I'll bet you they oh, as literally as I'm finished, if it's a longer ride, as long when I'm finishing that ride, I'm already turning the, turning the other app on. If there isn't yeah. something already in the queue, exactly. um, again, as you said, if there's a short ride, you know, if it's a you know couple of minutes yeah. or you know a mile or two down the street or something, you Hell know, yeah. at that point, I just leave them on and um, you know see from there. So. Yeah, there, there's a lot of little different tricks and things you can do with multi-apping and stuff like that. But, you know, if you wanted to create some sort of brand loyalty, there, there's definitely things that you can potentially do. I got none of that. <laughs>
All right, ready for the next one? This is uh, how Uber is addressing safety concerns for drivers. Oh, yeah. This was bullshit, Harry. <laughs> the feeling for drivers is like we go through all this passengers don't have to do anything i don't know maybe a background check on every single rider who gets in your car is asking too much but is it too much to ask some of them to verify an id you know to use a real name when they get into your car or the rides must be under the account holder because that it's sort of like the wild wild west right now when it comes to you know those and, things for passengers and i think all of those factors are, are factors that, that we're looking at and, and i'll mm -hmm. give you one example which is um if you're not using a credit card that's verified or you're using, for example, a, um, a gift card, right? Mm -hmm. We will now actually force you to show ID because we want to make sure we know yeah. what that person is. So uh, that, that, we are absolutely is kind of looking at situations that have an increased probability of, yeah. of something happening, of, of being less safe for the driver. Bullshit meter is on. <laughs> okay, so... So here's the deal. Harry goes, Harry asked another question that I had forwarded him. He goes like safety, you know, look, we're in the most selfie happy society on the planet. People, people take selfies in the bathrooms or whatever. Why can't they just verify who the heck these people are? We do it twice mm -hmm. a day. Now, now I do it at least twice a day, verify myself as a driver, even for deliveries, for God's sakes, right? They have accelerated it for drivers for some reason in California anyway. Second thing is, how difficult is it to upload a very, you know, verifiable ID? You know, we did those two town halls, Chris, right? There were some cool haters and there were some haters. What was the consensus out of those 12 people? One thing we all agreed on. What was the consensus? Better safety measures. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes. Sir. And so what does this guy do? This guy goes, you know, he did this, you know, in the interview, um, he said, because Harry opened it up and saying maybe all passengers should go through background checks. And the guy, flat out, this is what he said. He says, if we do background checks on all passengers, we will have no business. <laughs> this is his quote, not mine. You guys go ahead and watch the full interview. That's what he said, which I agree with. I think that's a little too much. But by the time you take and print or, or type in your fake nickname for the app, killer, sperm, whatever the heck you're going to put in there, sugar daddy, whatever, right? It's easier to upload your ID. If your God-given mm -hmm. name or government-given name is killer, I'm not going to worry about picking you up at 3 in the morning because I know it's off of a damn ID. So he mm -hmm. goes and says, oh, now we're verifying. If you have a gift card, we have to. you have to put your ID in. That's not what the guy asked, bro. The guy asked, yeah. why can't just upload an ID? And then the question could be, not everybody has an ID. Well, if you don't have an ID, you can't get on a plane. How about that? So if you don't have an ID, you're not going to get in my car. There you go. Upload mm -hmm. the ID. I'll pick you up at 3 in the morning, even if your you know, screen name is killer. No problem. Because I know I'm kind of safe. I, yep. I think it's they have the AI for it. All these things drivers do. Outside the background check. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> Let's not kill the golden goose here. Okay. Yeah, I, I've I, I I get it. Like the problem is though, even with background checks, there's still problems that occur. Like let's be real. We looked at that um, safety report. Fifty percent of people, or right around that number, yep. are drivers who have been background checked and still create a problem. So let's be real. Background checks don't do diddly shit. Um, 
when it comes down to it. Being able to know who you're picking up, that's one thing, but that's only in the event something actually happens, and then that's after the fact, being able to try to find that person and, you know, have them arrested or whatever the issue might be. But in the actual moment, when something is happening, that is the point where... As a driver, you gotta you gotta have the tools at your disposal in order to be able to handle situations that could be unfolding in the moment, in the second, like literally life and death situation in a second. Um, it's not going to have any impact on you know if there's an ID or not. Um, so that that's going to be one of the problems there too. You know, there's there's things that you can do to try to to help beforehand. And yes, if there's any issues or any problems or anything, you're able to, you know, figure out who that is. If there's problems with them damaging your vehicle, you know, assaulting you, whatever it might be, um, they're able to take care of it at that point by figuring out who it is. But again, in the moment, you know, this this is, I think, the biggest thing that people like overlook or don't think about. It's like, oh, we can have all of these onboarding processes. We have them as drivers. 50% 50% of the issues still are from people who are background checked. Yep. Background checks ain't going to work. Um, so, uh, and plus the time, the money, you know, you have the, the some of the craziest people walking into Walmart. There's a whole site dedicated to the people at Walmart. Uh, I don't know if it's still up or not, but uh, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of crazy crap that's going on there. Uh, and you're not IDing people walking into a store it's yeah. going to be kind of the same thing here. You're not going to ID people. But the thing is, you couldn't have it on hand. But again, I think the one thing that we need to really pay attention to and address is what happens, you know, leading up to the actual situation that's happening. How can you remove yourself from that, de-escalate that? How can you get away from that uh, particular situation? Like, you're going to have people in. If you're taking drunk people, there's a greater risk at something happening. Not because they're they're bad people but because they're an asshole because they're drunk um yeah, so I, I mean, look i agree with all that except that i don't think it's much to ask from the driver community right because i think mm-hmm. that if there is ever any consensus on any issue in the driver community negative people kool-aid drinkers whatever they are they agree on safety that onboarding of passengers needs a little bit more scrutiny that's it i mean i think everybody would agree on that that you know let's just have them upload an id that's it we're not asking for much. What's mm-hmm. the big deal? I think yep. Uber has 122 million passengers as of the last quarter. Daily active users. Daily, I mean, monthly active users. That means, I don't know how many people you think they would lose if they told them, okay, tomorrow you all have to upload an ID, valid ID, or you can't ride. Oh, they won't lose anybody. Uh, they, they probably lose 5%. Here. All you got to yeah. do, no, I mean, they would lose the problems. Yeah. They would lose a portion of the problems. But here's the thing. You open up your app and you open it up. You're ready for a ride. It'll yeah. say, we are, we need uh, an ID on file. Yeah. Please take a picture of your state issue ID or passport. Yep. Yeah. Okay. How many people are just going to pull it right out? Bam, right there. They're good to go. Yeah. I mean, quite a few people are going to do that. And, or they, they send out an email saying, please do this before your next ride. You can't take a ride until it's done. Um, whatever it is. And then all new accounts uh, have to have some sort of ID uploaded. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I'm, I'm 100% behind that. I agree. Yeah, I think I think but, that's one thing that he also killed the clock pretty good on. He didn't even answer the question, honestly. He was like, yeah, we're doing things. 
for us, ultimately, safest platform, build the safest platform, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, whatever. Yeah. So that was uh, again, again, the big thing is, though, drivers, you know, do what you need to do in order to, you know, make safety for yourself. Right. Um, even for other riders that are coming in the car, you know, right. with a uh, pool and things like that or share, yeah. UberX shared or whatever the hell it is now. Um, and, you uh, got to do what you got to do in the yeah. moment. You got to prepare for that just in case, yeah. um, you know, do yeah. what you got to do. Yeah. yeah. And the next one is the last video, right? Which is yep. like this near and dear is... to everybody's heart about their commissions. Yep. commissions. Uber's 20% <laughs> commission from drivers. Is it yeah. fair? So hold on, let me uh, <laughs> let me get through this because they're uh, okay, you got the get hat on that real quick. Give me one second. Twenty percent. All okay. right. It used to be twenty percent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, eighty twenty back in twenty sixteen. With insurance, you know. Yeah. So to set this next video up, Harry asked him about the commissions Uber takes. What would be a preferable commission rate for Uber or fair commission rate for Uber to take? Because you can't go anywhere these days that every single driver is complaining. Uber is taking 50, 60, 70 percent. OK, yeah, on certain rides, Uber is taking 50, 60, 70. But if you put a thousand rides together, put them on a spreadsheet, there is no way after your quests and bonuses, Uber is not taking 50, 60, 70 percent. So we did that article. I got the shitstorm of shitstorms on that one, but this is his answer. Mm -hmm. You know, his answer is is reasonable, but uh, how he what? got there. His answer is reasonable, but how he got there was not reasonable. <laughs> the excuse was not reasonable. All right. All right. Should we play the Jeopardy music in this one? <laughs> John Tuber says 15%. 15% commission? That's not going to work. Um, so uh, they still make billions. Well, we're going to talk about the billions they made, right, Chair King? Yep. Is it coming? That's okay. If it's not working, it's not working. 25% is fair. Yeah, it used to be 75, 25, 80, 20. Then it became 75, 25. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Let, let, let's go through this real quick. And then when you want to just say pause so okay. people can hear what, what's oh, saying, what they're play saying. Through, play it through.
It's not happening. Is it happening? What? The video. Oh yeah. I don't know why it's, it keeps like going off. Okay. It's so weird. And then it's reverting back. I don't know. Maybe the internet thing. Okay, here it goes. Okay, there we go. Okay, it's a, it's a fair number. What shows up is higher, but the reason, really, the major reason why it's higher to some extent is the cost of insurance that we have to bear as well. So I think that's something yeah. else uh, that drivers should keep in mind. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, we work with a lot of fleet owners. We've got some great insurance partners. And frankly, this is like one of the biggest barriers to starting new fleets and starting new companies is the insurance. So I know it's expensive, but also I think most drivers, they probably aren't aware and also don't really care, right? It's sort of like I see the commission. And so it seems like the opportunity there is to sort of highlight some of those expenses, right? If Uber is taking a 35% commission, but 15% of that is actually insurance, like as a driver, it seems like it'd be in Uber's best interest to let me know. So I don't just think that, you know, you're taking all that money for yourself for you know even small stuff right like the credit card processing fee i imagine you know that's probably two three percent on every single fare right so of 20 percent you know that's a a decent little chunk there right so i think uh, that seems like the opportunity there i guess in terms of commission uh i do think that there's a lot more that we can do in terms of transparency communication and i think the, the other factor that, that you point out harry is like we do have a higher take on certain rides but then we take a lower take on other rides and generally we're we're optimizing for an average take. Yeah. And basically sometimes price goes up and down in order for us to most efficiently match a collection of possible matches to basically get as much business into our system as possible. So in that way, our yeah. having this variable take rate to some extent is in driver's interest and it's in our interest because it, it. it essentially increases the business at the same average take rate and we, we just have to do better and in terms of that communication. Yeah. Well, and you know, insurance, like you mentioned, right? It's a, it's a big cost. You talked about, you know, I know Uber has been doing a lot of features around things like dash cams and, you know, I guess even tying into safety, you know, the sort of final thing that I wanted to end, end this interview with was safety, because I think this is okay. one thing, you know, drivers. <clears throat> so um, the, uh, we missed like the first minute of it, but so Dara says, um, you know, we don't take 50%. If you took out the uh, insurance for period two and three, which you do have a million dollar liability, bodily injury and all that good stuff for period three, especially meaning a passenger in the car. Um, you know, if you deduct all those expenses that we're paying, well, you're not paying, by the way, the passengers in the, included in the fare of the passenger, passenger is paying for the insurance. Uber is not paying that out of pocket, but let's say it is because they collect the revenue they pay for the insurance and shift to the insurance company and then whatever is left, they take their service charge and marketplace fee and then whatever is left is the drivers. So that's how the calculation is made. So to me, he said the incidents on the platform are down. Okay. So what happens when the incidents go down, Chris? Do your insurance rates go up or do your insurance rates go down? Uh, usually they will probably either stay the same or try to go up and say, oh, well, uh, we've got to pay more money or something. So yeah. let's be real. Insurance rates don't really go down unless you shop right. around. But but according to Dara, the reason the take rate is so high is because their insurance rates with their the companies that they underwrite for Uber have almost doubled, nearly tripled in the last mm -hmm. five years. Although the incidence rates are down and breaking news, you guys know, that Uber used to be a thousand dollar deductible and Lyft used to be 2,500 about what year ago, right? 
or maybe a year and a half ago, Uber match lift at 2,500 now. So if you want a cheaper insurance policy, you increase your deductible, correct? Mm-hmm. And that's why Uber did. But they're still saying that, you know, insurance rates are out of the out of control. Um, you know, we have to do what we have to do. We're insuring the driver. And that's why, you know, our take rate has to be 50. But if you deduct all that insurance stuff and 26,000 quarters making two million a year each, all that stuff, then, you know, we're left with a take rate. And the take rate, he goes, a fair, clean, net take rate is 20%, he said. Mm-hmm. So to yeah. me, okay, 20% is fair. But, um, you know, 50%, 60% people complain about is fact. On certain trips, especially on shorter trips, Uber takes 50, 55%. In minimum fare, minimum fare trips, passenger pays eight, you get four if you're lucky. And, you know, on longer trips, maybe it bounces out a little bit. But the question is, you know, he said drivers and Uber would, should be, would be happy with 20% tank rate. And I agree, but we're not at 20%. We're not at 20% there. We're, we're, much I, I was almost expecting. I was almost expecting them to say it's Russia's fault that the insurance rates are so high. So we have to charge 50% of the fare to, to pay for these insurance rates or something. Yeah. But, uh, you know, th- the thing is, though, it's like, yeah, if you do a hard calculation at 20%, that gives you 20% of whatever the, whatever the fare is. And you got to work within those bounds. If you yeah. can't, then you need to figure something else out. Um, if that's where you're going to, to go. Like if you're blaming this all on insurance, it, that's not the correct way to look at it because you're looking at profitability. You're looking at, you know, your shareholders, you're looking at, you know, your the payment for your employees. You're looking at $200,000 in balloons. <laughs> I mean, you're looking at all these different expenses and stuff. And the whole thing is they really need to step back and, you know, you got to run the company, you know, nice and lean. And then that way, you know, you're cutting down all your expenses there. But the other thing, too, is like if if they wanted to pay, you know, or if they if they had, you know, if they came to us and they said, look, this is what's going on. This is the reason why we need to pay pay you right here in this range. And this is the reason why we need to, to upcharge the customer to this rate. If they showed that the transparency factor, I would be like, OK. This makes sense, but how can we, you know, fix that? How can we solve that? How can we make it so the expense is lower? So, you know, you can keep rates, whatever, but still keep our rates good and where they are. Yeah. Or just tack on a percentage on top of that and work within that. Yeah. I mean, granted, you can't do that really anymore because all yeah. these rides were subsidized, but yeah, today. But I mean, if you think about it, Chris, okay, so let's say, let's just make it a hypothetical $30, you know, trip. Passenger pays 30, you know, Uber takes 15, driver gets 15. So Uber has $15 gross revenue out of that trip. Okay. Now they have to pay insurance for, you know, out of that, they have to pay rent for their buildings and offices and computers and coders and employees and all other insurances and liability insurance on their own because they get sued every other day, legal fees, all that shit. If you figure that out, it's easy to come up with that 15, 20% take, net take, you understand? However, mm-hmm. when he says insurance rates are the biggest factor in our take rate being 50%, I'm not buying it. 
if you raise the deductible to 2,500, that should have lowered your insurance rates. And on top of that, you, sir, are not paying for that insurance. It's coming out of the fare. So I'm thinking if I was a full-time driver, right? And Uber truly broke down their insurance premiums into that trip and said, Sergio, you know, you did 150 trips this week, okay? For each trip, I took five bucks and bought you insurance in period three. That's $750 a week, okay? And that's why my take rate had to be so high because I took five bucks out of each $30 ride and bought you commercial insurance because that's what we have. We have commercial insurance. Well, commercial insurance, drivers can buy their own commercial insurance. It's like six to 800 bucks a month. It's like 8,000, maybe $9,000 a year. All those TCP plates that you see, you know, the the black cards, right? They all have commercial insurance. It's about six to $8,000 per car a year. So as a driver, if you're telling me that, yeah, bulk of that take 50% is going to insurance, I'm not buying it because then I can buy my own commercial insurance cheaper than you, sir. Just for the fact mm -hmm. that if I took out, you give me the money you're sending insurance companies, I'll buy my own commercial insurance, put TCP behind my car as, a, as an Uber. Right. And that means I have commercial insurance. And if it's five bucks a ride, three bucks a ride, two bucks a ride, whatever it is on longer trips, obviously it's to higher premiums. In one week, I can come up with five, six hundred dollars if I was the full time driver doing 100 to 150 trips a week. You know what I mean? And that's my monthly premium. Yeah. So the rest of it, you know, I'm not really buying that, that that the premiums got doubling, tripling, include inclusive of the deductible going up to twenty five hundred is costing them that much money. That that's why they have to take 50%. I'm not buying that. I am calling bullshit on that. But, you know, it is what it is. So, uh, Max got a good comment right here. Said the thing Harry didn't uh, clarify with Dara was that if the 20% uh, was covering the insurance or if that's just their take in insurance is another percentage totaling 30 exactly, to 55. Exactly. So, so Dara's answer to Harry's question was Harry's question was, what would be a fair take on Uber's part? And Dara's answer was 20% would be a fair take. But we have to take 50 because we have to buy commercial insurance on every trip. Those rates have gone through the roof. Obviously, you have the other expenses, as you know, as running a corporation. So that's why. But a 20% net take would be fair, he said. But when mm -hmm. every driver is paying 50, 60, 40% on average on every trip, or Uber is taking it, that's a gross take. You know, people all kind of get hot and bothered when I say these things, but Uber also has a gross number, just like the driver has a gross earnings. At the end of the week, if I made 500 bucks, it's gross. I did not do any, I did not take any of the deductions in gas and wear and tear and maintenance and insurance and all that stuff that I have to buy on my own. Uber has the same expenses, right? So as a company, they have the same expenses, but his biggest, you know, Dara's excuse kind of was that insurance rates are through the roof. That's why we have to take 50% and give the insurance companies 10 to 15% on each trip out of that 50. And if we're down to 20% net, it would be fair. That was the answer. Oh. So I'm All right. So, <laughs> well, we're going to, we got a, another topic we're going to discuss in for a little, a uh, couple of minutes. Um, but first, before we get into that, uh, yeah, I think this is, uh, out of the three, this was definitely the best. There were a lot more questions yeah. relating okay, to okay. drivers. Give, give, give Harry a grade. Give Harry a grade. Give Harry a grade. Do yeah. I? Do, okay. Do you have your grade too? Yeah, I have my grade already done. 
Okay, I'm gonna say B minus. Wow, did you fucking read my? Oops, did you read my mind or what? <laughs> Why is that what you I said? Was, I was a B minus. Yeah, I will. For a long <laughs> time, I struggled with like C plus, you know, and then I got no. I think B minus is good. I think this. Was yeah, I th I think. I mean. I right think some King. of the things right that, that Harry... Sergio says Uber doesn't have fuel expenses. I know they don't have fuel expenses, but right, Sherry King, you have to understand. Twenty-six thousand people working at Uber, man. Just the top ten people are making close to three hundred million dollars a year. You have they have expenses. You can't just keep saying, "I know this is low asset, no asset business model that they have." They're taking advantage of you using your own car. However, they do have expenses. Uber is not run into thin air. I know they don't even own servers. They're probably on AWS. No, no, I know, but right, right checking, seriously. When I say, I'm not defending Uber by any means, but these people have expenses too. Number one, they need to let go of about half of those overpriced coders. 26,000 people you don't need for that, to run a freaking app that runs on the back of Google Maps, okay? So let's go with that. But uh, what are you talking about now? Yeah, that's why you're, you're partially doing API, but yeah. So going back, um, I, th I think he, Harry had some good questions that he asked. It yep. was that Dara, you know, the, the perfect salesman he is, uh, he was able to, to divert and, yep. you know, do, you know, a typical canned uh, politician response. You know, you're answering the question by not answering the question, diverting. So, um, I mean, overall, if, if he would have answered the questions, you know, fully transparently um, and not kind of given that, that, uh, type of response or that diversion, I think it, I, I could have brought that grade up. Um, but again, I'm, I'm not going to say that's that's Harry's fault. Harry, I think, had a, had done a good job at a lot of the questions he was bringing up and asking. Um, it was just that Dara was not really responding to those. No, that's okay. I mean, you know what? Next one will get better, hopefully. And then next should be oh, yeah. John Zimmer. John Zimmer is next. <laughs> Well, either way, uh, Sunshine Man says A minus, and then uh, Rideshare King says C plus. Did so. Gary, somebody gave you A? What? <laughs> I was on A minus, bro. No way. A minus. Well, either way, like I mean, nailed them like I would have a couple times. Okay. <laughs> either way, it was it was a good podcast. Uh, so if you haven't watched it yet, uh, a link is going to be in the description, um, so you can check that out. And yeah. Uh, yeah, watch the full video. It's yeah. 33 minutes or something like that. Um, so it's not too bad. And yeah, he's got some uh, good questions that uh, Harriet asked Dara. Um, so hey, for the next one, or maybe we can invite Dara. Dara, we're, we, we invite you on here. Um, we yes, might push yeah. you on a couple uh, like responses to actually like answer the, the answer, but uh, and not divert, but we'll always Dara, keep it. Uh, <laughs> if you want to do it. You want to do no, this no, one? No, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm working on. I, I want to, you know, like a free, open conversation without attacking anything. Just ask simple questions, simple answers. You know, there mm -hmm. are people who may be interested in doing something like that, and hopefully, we'll get one of them on. And, yep. um, you know, I mean, look, I am not here to bash Uber. I like Uber, yeah. Especially after the town halls we did. I mean, man, there are people out there. Their livelihood depends on this company. Yes, they don't mm -hmm. work, bust their asses, but they make money. They bring home food and they make money, man. You know, this complaining constantly about everything, right? Oh, <laughs> higher rates. Okay, people, higher rates are never going to come, ever, ever. There you go. I said it. But what's going to happen is that, by the way, these companies can claim that the drivers are making more money than 2019. And you know what? That's a fact. Now, 
Here comes the hate mail towards Turkey. Why are they making more money? All right, let's make simple math. In 2019, $20 trip, you got 50%. Yes, you were then bitching about their take, 50% take. You made 10 bucks. Guess what? The same $20 trip now is 30 bucks for the passenger. Yes, Uber's take rate is still 50%. They took 15. Now you made 15. You made 50% more than 2019 for the same trip. That's why your earnings are up. So a rising tide, if Uber raises the fares on passengers, you're going to make more money. Now with this new double algo, with this new, you know, whatever they have going, that's why they're exactly doing it, because they're raising prices on the passengers to the tune of 100%. And you're making the same 50% that you were making in 2019. The revenues are higher. Your earnings are going to be higher. But Uber will slowly boil you in water. Watch out. Figure this out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that, that's the the thing, too. Like, I agree, you know, it helps a lot of people, people who can't yeah. normally work, you know, yeah. if they're in between jobs to make extra money, you know, they might have a family. We're going through a recession, you know, they can change the definition all they want. We're still going through a, def- uh, through a recession right now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it, the inflation has been insane. So people need to do something in order to still yeah. make ends meet whatever that is that's that, probably that, going to be the gig economy uber lyft there are two of them out of the several that are around now um that, so that it's, brings us that brings us into our last subject which which, yep. which is very true so um without going into too deeply uh uber and lyft's earnings came out last week both both absolutely crushed it i mean they had the perfect storm one minute of my breath on this one what is the perfect storm just like chris said a second ago inflation is killing people a lot of w2 incomes are not enough any longer so what is the easiest and lowest barrier to entry as a gig worker you're gonna make an extra couple hundred a week driving uber there's more drivers on the streets right now than there were in 2019 no no doubt about it there is no more shortage so the economy slowing economy inflation cured ubers and lyft supply problems number one uber and lyft are running perfect utilization every corner has six to ten and this is from the earnings report they're et six to ten drivers passenger pickup etas are down to five minutes or less kill the surge in la for sure it did because a lot of people are back out driving okay they need to make ends meet and buy some more food to put to feed their kids and it's working out for uber uber is charging more paying less and they had an absolutely banger of a quarter in one week stock is up close to 50 percent same on lyft my thing is one quarter doesn't make a trend but with this new double algo that they're going to run and the inflation hurting regular people like drivers they're going to be out there trying to make an extra couple hundred bucks a week and that's going to add to the supply of drivers so uber and lyft will not have any supply issues and that means no more quests or very little quests, just like Chris got 54.50, as opposed to he used to get 54.150. No more quests or lower quests. Uber and Lyft completely controlling their cost. The cost is the driver. And all that is falling into their bottom line, all of it. Because the fares are not coming down on the passengers. The subsidized fantasy land is over for the passenger. The drivers are out there in millions driving again because they need to make ends meet to supplement their W-2 jobs. And they had the two perfect quarters, bang, bang, 
both stocks are up 40 to 60 percent each now if you guys all bought uber at 22 bucks like i told some people that would have been fine we didn't have to do this there you go. <laughs> well we can't forget we did uber and lyft stock which is up because the earnings report are good but unfortunately our friends over at doordash and... uh, <laughs> not 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 such a great earnings report um comparatively to ubers so <laughs> yeah um no, I, I, but doordash is one trick pony right uber look man yep all of uber's same thing with lyft but... yeah so uber had an so, i mean overall you know it, it hey if if they're doing well that means drivers are going to do somewhat well but here's the thing it's it's mid it's almost mid-august right now you know what that means schools are going back in session soon monday baby uh, across... D -Day. monday la usd is opening on monday they'll be bleeding yeah. in la if it doesn't surge on monday some bro, some of these places are going to to be uh what, what what's your thoughts what do you think do you think that we're going to pick up uh you know once schools get back into session um do you think that it's going to pick up a little bit do you think it's going to pick up a lot you think it's going to be the same that it is out now what's no. your thoughts it's going to get better um i think we're going to get the morning rush hour surge back on a lot of part-timers who just drove for the summer college kids soccer moms whatever whoever they were they're going to go back to school they're going to do their own thing again you know uh, and, and uh to me it's not going to be as good as it was last year okay it's not going to be like august september of last year it was 20 hours surge non-stop bleeding this is la i don't know anywhere else um there was shortage of drivers all the pings i would get were like 10 minutes away but now they're gonna have enough drivers to take care of the demand because the demand is not going away demand is almost at, not almost actually exactly at pre-pandemic levels um so to me if Monday, starting at 7 a.m. all the way to 10 a.m., it doesn't bleed in L.A., I will not do right here. I will only do deliveries. There you go. <laughs> because <laughs> because that's the time. You're going to kill it. You're just going to get out uh -huh. there and do surge ride after surge ride after surge ride and work for three hours, make your 150 bucks and go home. That's it. Yep. And, and then yeah, go I think out it's... in the afternoons, you know, rush hour if you want. And weekends should be better. So, yes, yeah, supply is going to go away. School's open in session. It should get better, but it's not going to be last August, September. Yeah, I, th I think it'll, I think it's going to go up a little bit, um, but not much. And I think that, again, it's, it's a lot of people who are going to, you know, try to work out during this inflation period yeah. and all that time. So it could be a, a rough uh, few months yeah. uh, for a little while for, for quite a few places. But, uh, you know, that's Remember, the whole thing. Stick with us. Do Stick with us here and we'll we'll help you with some strategies and stuff. Do you remember the video we did? I said like the only time Uber is going to have enough supply is when the economy slows down and inflation hurts people yep. and everybody and their uncles out there. That's exactly mm -hmm. what happened That's last right now. Months. That's exactly That's what right happened. now. There you go. Yep. So, <laughs> All right, so before we before we uh sign off for today, uh again, we had the uh, uh amazing portable car jump starter uh giveaway, so we wanted to congratulate our winners. Uh, most rides for Uber, most rides for Lyft for the week of July 25th through August 1st. Uh, Carlos Hernandez had the most Uber rides at 114 trips. And then uh, Karan Rowell uh, had 90 trips for the most Lyft rides. So congratulations. Uh, emails were sent to you. Make sure you get back to us. Let us know uh, so we can have those shipped out to you. And amazing is awesome. So 
We have another uh, portable uh, car jump starter. Uh, so for those who want to enter it, uh, we have uh, an e easy way to do this. Basically, who's got the most miles on your car? Uh, so submit a picture of your odometer reading. Uh, you got to have like a little note uh, in there. So it can say like, show me the money club, Sergio sucks, something like that. I don't know. Uh, whatever you want to put, just something that it's going to be like, we know that uh, it's going to be uh, you actually taking the picture. You were watching the live stream, so you know you understand. Um, so again, yes, uh, just have a little little note next to the odometer reading, showing you how many miles or showing us how many miles are on the car. Um, and then just send that picture over to Sergio uh, by August 15th, which is Monday of next week. And we're going to announce the winner on August 16th. Um, so uh, Sergio's email is Sergio at the rideshare Um Who was asking for your email earlier? Somebody. Uh, there it is. Yeah. I for, uh, Hector, uh, I think it was. Yeah. So uh, there's the uh, email or go back. <laughs> but yeah, I'll, um, I'll, and then I'll, ask, I'll, yeah, I'll help him out. He goes, he lost his pin or something. I don't know. Goes, Bro, just call Uber to Uber support. Yeah. I'll help you out. There's one. Yeah, let me see. There was one other person, um, Cliff. Cliff wrote, I would love to ask Dara why the surge epicenter is place, always placed in the ocean rivers and require us to drive within 10 meters to receive that amount, such bait and switch. You know, because you signed up for Uber submarine. That's right. <laughs> Uber boat, baby. I mean, or Uber <laughs> helicopter. There, there's Uber no boat. limits to where you could go as a sub or a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I uh, you know, you know, they redrew my boost zones, like just when they took my boost away. It includes Catalina Island, by the way, and it includes oh, from Catalina Island all the way to Santa Monica, which is all the ocean, <laughs> Pacific Ocean. <laughs> and I was like, who drew this goddamn map? What overpaid genius did this one? <laughs> so now <laughs> I guess I just be in the middle of the Pacific Ocean and get my boost. Yeah, but not, not so for me. Not so for me. Yeah, it's because there's people. Who, it's because whoever's out on their boat is opening <laughs> up the uh, app, and they're trying to price a ride for later when they get back on uh, at shore. I, I'm yeah. assuming it's that. <laughs> the, the other one is why is it always on the runway, yeah. but it's never in the the waiting zone. Yeah, well, <laughs> at an airport. Know, I mean, I don't. I don't sit at an airport. I never will. Um, so, but it's always on the runway, and it's never where the pickup or the um, the waiting uh, lot is when it comes to these airports. I, you know, airports <laughs> have become a disaster. So I, I rarely maybe LA, go. Yeah. I never go. Uh, it's just there are guys sitting there three, four hours. I don't know. Maybe they're just fighting with their wives and getting out of the house and sitting there <laughs> smoking pot or whatever. I don't know what that is. You know, Monday night is. When I go, out, I go out on Monday nights and usually starting around 10 to, you know, like one depends on flights, depends on the schedule um, of things. Our Buffalo airport is lit up like a candy cane. Oh. It's wonderful. Now and you have, now you have, uh, you have upfront stuff. You can go sit at the airport, yeah. decline all you want. Yep. <laughs> but you and, and that's the. And but the thing is, they'll pull you from all over the place because there's not many drivers out on a Monday night, and okay. the airport is—I mean, it's like most airports; it's further away from the city, um, so it's like it's perfect because I like going out on Monday night because you get all a lot of the service people who are going out and partying uh, on Monday and Tuesday nights because they've just worked the weekend, 
So that's always fun. But then, you know, that, that, that time when those three, four, five flights come in, you're guaranteed to not only get surged, but you're getting, you know, rides left and right at that point, which is great. You, so. have, you have the sticky surge too, right? Flat sticky surge? Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay, so just drive right through the queue, pick up the sticky surge, and then pick up a ride that's not going long distance, and then go back and pick up another sticky surge yep. and do it again. There you exactly. go. Exactly. <laughs> so, All right, so... All right, everybody. everybody, thanks for watching. Smash that like button. Subscribe if you aren't already. Um, another great episode. Uh, thanks, Sergio, for uh, the fun breakdown we had with uh, the interview. Uh, overall, though, like I said, uh, I would give it a B minus. I thought it was pretty good. No doubt. Um, no doubt. Overall, I thought a lot of the questions were much, much better compared to uh, some of the others, uh, the other two podcasts. Uh, yep. So that was good. Um, I know that Harry had asked uh, viewers in that when it came to uh, what types of questions should ask. So there were a couple that were uh, asked, which was cool to see. So, um, yeah, I hope you guys like that and get some clarity on some of the things uh, when it comes to, you know, how Uber is operating and some of the things there. And, uh, you know, we'll, we'll try to try to help you with some of the uh, strategies that, you yeah. know, show me that money. I mean, you know, these things are not easy. OK, I, mean, I know I read quite a few comments you know, on the interview um, video. I think it got like six, 8,000 views, whatever it got. I mean, 99.9% .9 was negative, right? Which is mm -hmm. expected, which is expected. I didn't expect anything but a shit storm, but that's okay. Um, I mean, Harry did not respond and I won't do it either, but these things are not easy to do. This is the CEO of a multi-billion dollar global empire. You can't just go in there with you know, both barrels blazing. You can't do that. You will never see this guy again. So oh. to me, you know, he did, I think he did as good as he could have done. I, I talked to him afterwards and I said, you could have pushed a couple of spots. I go, yeah, on the IC thing and then the safety I could have pushed. But you have 30 minutes, man. This guy has to do another interview and instead of other shit, right? So so give him a slack a little bit. So we're not all, yeah. you know, Uber shills and this and that. And I don't know, like, I, you know what? I don't even pay attention anymore. People go like, I don't oh, know. I mean, over chill. Oh my gosh, shut up! You, you know the, the the thing that the, the thing that that I love seeing. They're like, oh, you're you're Uber shills. Yeah, they pay me. You don't even they know. Definitely pay me. They pay you too yeah. okay. <laughs> because you go out and drive. Oh so that's how I get paid from Uber is I go out and drive. But uh, <laughs> I I, just, I laugh when I see stuff like that. It, it's it, it's. Oh, well, you guys, you guys are veterans at this YouTube thing. I'm not a veteran uh, yet. See, when it comes oh, yeah. to driving, see, in two weeks, I, I figured out all everything about deliveries. But when it comes to this YouTube thing, you know, when people go, oh, Serge, you're full of shit or you're a shill, I go, mother. And then I go, oh, it's, just fake. <laughs> it's a fake thing. Don't bother, Serge. Yeah. You know, hey, hey, YouTubers is a hell of a lot better than Twitter. So if is you it? go on Twitter, that's like the oh, cesspool of oh, the like... internet you go you go on the, the comment section you know th there are a lot of people who who are you know just pissed trolls. off at the world and trolls. um you know Fucking... some are trolls but some are just pissed off at the world um Why some are just pissed off at, at you know let's be real reflection on yourself uh they're gonna be pissed off at themselves they're not reflecting on that and so they're gonna take it out on you know something that they're not agreeing with uh so that's the whole thing when when you when you do content creation you put yourself out there you put that that comment section even the live chat yeah. uh which the live chat's been pretty good so uh love seeing you guys in here and tony, all that stuff uh, I, I, hold um, on, hold on, tony tony 
when am I getting out of quest? Um, what do you call that? Dungeon. <laughs> when? How long is it going to take? I have to do like ride share for a month on the house to get my freaking ride share quest back. Is that what's going to happen? Uh, it's yeah. two weeks. Is it? Yeah. So I have to do just ride share? Um, I love no, they do it. I think they do it where no, it's it's whichever one is more. So if you yeah, let's, but, I, I don't okay. know if they do it. Where is the percentage, Chris? What is the percentage? Chris? Uh, you 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 got to pay attention to that. Uh, you got to track How that. Much? If you don't know, <laughs> you just got to turn off deliveries for a little bit. Um, uh, yeah, I, th I think it's. Huh? What's the percentage? That I can uh, keep I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty right sure it's like fifty five percent. Weeks, so if you, take, if you take, if you take, uh, oh, come on, what kind of answer is that? <laughs> no, I, th I think it's 50, like 55%. So if you take a hundred rides yeah. or a hundred trips, okay. uh, like 55 or so have to be uh ride share in order to get that. I don't yeah. specifically remember. I last, yeah, really the, the last thing I heard, and this was two, this was like a year or two ago when they, when they were doing that, that switch, um, that was, they said it was two weeks. So whatever you took most of, in that two-week period was what you would get. I don't know if there's if that two-week period is still, so don't quote me on that. Um, that's the last thing I heard, and that was like two years ago. And because I don't do food deliveries, I never cared. So I, I'm, I'm if somebody knows in chat or anything like that, I back was a Twitch streamer, you know. I love deliveries. I love deliveries. <laughs> it, I'm averaging like six bucks a mile. I love deliveries. Oh, even. Phew. Yeah. Uh, I might have you, to. I might have to rethink it. I'm just not going to pick I, up anything you know from this McDonald's. This is what you need to do. You need to finish your quest with like if you have like six, eight to go, just do deliveries. Finish your quest. The percentage is up. You're still going to get your rideshare quest. You just finish your quest that way because it counts towards your quest, right? So mm -hmm. I'm telling you, I, I was like 45 bucks an hour, active hour. Except my utilization factor is like 50. percent I'm sitting there and answering your emails like most of the time. That's what I'm doing. So, so to me, it was like money was good, but then I wasted time is a lot too on deliveries because it's not as busy as rideshare, right? But you know, let me see what kind of prop twenty-two money I'm going to get on this one. I'm going to enjoy those couple. Yeah, I'm I'm really interested to see how that's going to come about. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah, stick around. Um, next week is going to be be pretty good because Sergio right here has been um, giving that uh, giving away next week's uh, um, one of the topics, and that is. Rideshare versus delivery, where mm -hmm. uh, you went out and did delivery, and you know some research of the things purposes only. I tortured myself for you people. I did research, and because I was like delivery, and then uh, Uber cut me off altogether. I called Philippines four times with the roosters in the background. Okay, <laughs> and they're like, uh, so first question was like, do you know what throttle means? And she goes, no, sir, I don't know. I go, what do you mean you don't know? No driver calls you and says, they're throttling me. Let me tell you something. They are throttling me. That's right. Um, so, so I said, okay, you don't know what throttling means. I go, explain this to me. I am in front of the restaurant, okay? Guess who pulled up to pick up the food? Your wife. Yes. <laughs> I am not. I have a picture of it. She drove a mile and a half to come pick up the food. I am sitting in front of the goddamn noodle shop. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I, my God. Joking. I am not joking. I laughed my <laughs> ass off. I look I look at her. I go, I know that car. I go, no, that's shit. That's my wife. 
<laughs> oh, that's because hilarious. They have sent their 10, they have sent her 10 450. I go do deliveries, take their money again. So she comes and picks up the food while I'm sitting there because I declined like six in a row. Right? Oh, you got blackballed or no, greyballed or whatever the hell it is. Mother <laughs> Yeah. You were you were in uh, in timeout. <laughs> no, Tom Tom, better acceptance rate or cause yeah, better because she was accepting all ten in a row to get their money. Your wife is yeah. no, she, she doesn't even have a rating, bro. She just did ten trips in her life and five before. Oh, for oh that's that's another thing for the markets that uh, this is at least in my market and it was shown that they were doing uh, Uber is doing a bonus uh, for the next two weeks for yeah. upfront earners. And that is 100 rides for $100. So you get a dollar extra if if you complete two, uh, 100 rides in two weeks. Um, so I believe uh, that is uh, to all markets that are getting this uh, or at least helping with the change. So at least hopefully that might help with some of these dwindling uh, quests and promotions that are going on out there. Uh, Howard, Sergio's email is Sergio at the rideshareguy.com. If you just need the Uber number, bro, it's on your app. <laughs> yeah, you can you can call right on, right in the app. Yeah, you just go into help. He goes, he goes, I don't know. Okay, we'll fix your problem, Howard, or I'll try to fix your problem. I, I have no connection with Uber, by the way. So I don't have any ins. If you're deactivated or some shit, don't email me because I can't help you. <laughs> um, but yeah. otherwise, okay, we're done. So yeah, and Paul. Yes, Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. I applied <laughs> to Grubhub and DoorDash. I'm on the waiting list. Okay. I want yeah, the uh, money, baby. <laughs> yeah, the um um what you call it? Uh Grubhub might be for a while, depending. Yeah. Um quite a few drive or quite a few people I know wanted to drive for Grubhub and it took a it's taken them a while to and there's some of them are still on waiting lists. So don't you guys don't you guys have like some sort of deal? RSG has a deal with DoorDash under the table kind of a thing in Michigan? Like put a good word for search I, I can get on DoorDash. Oh, I don't know. I want to do a DoorDash Uber Eats comparison. I think DoorDash is shit <laughs> from what I've seen, but it's okay. I don't even know what I'm saying. Uber Eats actually. Uh, I don't know if there's people. anything under the table. Tom Tom, <laughs> if you see my tips, bro, let me tell you something. If you see my tips, Tom Tom, I have never been tipped this much in my life as a rideshare driver. Wow. I've seen. Did we Chris, just convert Sergio from a rideshare driver to a food delivery driver? Bro, first of all, they don't yell at you. They don't slam your door. 98%, I already figured out the blackballed all the restaurants that are late. The food is not ready. And it's mostly short trips. And, you know, there are no drunk, you know, food. There's no drunk food. You know, they're not thrown up in my car. I'm serious. And you're getting tipped. It's six bucks, five, six bucks a mile, bro. All right, well... We're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, for somebody who's done, okay, so I've done, I did pizza delivery for eight years. Do it. And I loved it. I thought it was great. I did Uber Eats when it first came into my area because of the bonuses that were going on. You get like three, four dollars per delivery. So I'm like, hell yeah, I'll take it. But the restaurants that were on the platform was McDonald's, Wendy's, a couple other places. You learn quickly, do not do McDonald's because you're going to be sitting in line for 25 minutes waiting. But we'll we'll have a fun discussion uh, next week on this, which will be really good. I'm so. going to beat Pedro's <laughs> ass. I know that. I'm, guess what? He's he switched to right chair. He's doing more right chair now after he did our show. He's, Who, killing, Pedro? It right, he's said... killing it right here. 
So I made him a rideshare convert. He made me an eat convert. So we'll see. <laughs> I'm, I'm still i'm still i'm i'm not on the you know i might have to try uh, turning on uber eats just to see do it um okay but, get a good, you know get i a good. i like honestly i like spark spark is a great app yeah, I, I applied to spark too but uh, i'm on a waiting list on that one okay do yeah. a, do, do a good quest like 50 for let's say a couple hundred if you get it right so get up to 40 do the last 10 uber eats like this quickies and get your quest done and then there you go but uh, so yeah, I, I, Tom, Tom, I, I don't know about you, but I every morning I get like, um, yeah, I get I get all these bonuses. You take, you know, a couple of a couple of different orders and you're good. Um, and then they have advanced. I like the advanced trips because it's easy. Hey, <laughs> and then Chris, uh, this, this question is to you. Tony says Sergio oh. is sending town hall people swag, right? I don't know. Are you? I'm. Yeah, I'll send you a hat. Harry, Harry, everybody <laughs> like this hat, Harry? You got to send these people something. They came on and put their faces on your channel for nothing. So I'm, I'm yeah, you got you, you, you left to talk to Harry then. I don't know if he's watching or not. So a freaking three dollar hat, bro. We got to give him something. Come on. We're not talking <laughs> about dash cams here. Um, so anyway, yeah. Yep. Okay. I had fun today. Uh, Jeff left right. right away. Did you see that? Jeff took off after I said Uber is shit bullshit and he took off. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, maybe he's lurking in the background. Who knows? No, oh, <laughs> All right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna end it. We went an hour over our our, our, our we try to do this in an hour. <laughs> I don't. We, we can't. We did an hour one time, I think, and that was last week. <laughs> we can't do our. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. So. <laughs> All right. Let's let's do it next week again. Um, All right. We'll see you guys next week, and we're gonna have uh, uh yeah Sergio. We're gonna have a, a little conversion. We're gonna see what what it what is this. You you have to try to convert me, do some Uber Eats. We'll to see. see my numbers. If if your city is anything like mine, I'm in the suburbs of freaking L.A. Dead, absolutely mm -hmm. dead. Okay. Well, if I can put numbers like this. If I go down to Santa Monica, bro, I will completely quit right here altogether. Let me tell you that. That's it. Well, we'll see. You see the numbers. So, Make sure, make sure you guys come by uh, next week and uh, see if we can get a conversion. Me actually turning Uber Eats on for the first like time. And when did it start? 2018, I think, in my area. So about like four it. years ago. First time in four years. <laughs> okay, Monday. All right. Forget this Monday. I'm going to get to the LA USD rush and make fucking 20 bucks a ride of surge per, per, per ride. 20 bucks surge. It'll be bleeding. And then I'll forget. Speaking all of Spark. Three. Just got a Wednesday morning uh, incentive, so you get extra four dollars per trip uh, for anything starting before nine a.m. Thank God the kids wake me up at six. So, <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, you guys have a great rest of your day. Smash that like button, subscribe if you're not, and we'll see yes. you next time. Yes.